C.C. Michael, host of All Things Alberta, the podcast that knows that Alberta will be better off on our own, and we really don't care what people east of Saskatchewan thinks about it. Let's get after it. Welcome to uh, All Things Alberta. I am C.C. Michael, your host. Uh, yeah, good to have you. Glad you're here. It's been a while since my last show. Not that there wasn't a lot of stuff to talk about, not a lot of things to uh, to research. That's for certain. Uh, it is one of those things, however, that, that uh, I could have, you know, when was that? Uh, when we found out April 30th, when... Trudeau announced the new gun registration, uh, upset a lot of people, myself included. Um, but what I wanted to do in any any situation like that is rather than get online and pop off like I wanted to, uh, using probably all kinds of colorful and inappropriate language uh, that's not really helpful nor sanctifying at all, um, I think the wise and prudent thing to do is to wait a couple of days. I've waited five days. What's today? Six. I've waited six days, really. Uh, and in that time, uh, I've talked to a few people. I've researched a few things. And not saying I've got it all figured out, but uh, I've got a lot more figured out than I did on the first day. And so what I want to do today, this this whole podcast, is going to be regarding uh, the law it's going to be regarding reaction to the law. And, um, yeah, so why don't we start there? So just to review, um, what I want to do, maybe what I'll do here is I'll just pull up the screen. If I go here, there we go. What I've done is I've pulled up the government document uh, from the federal government. As you can see, it looks pretty official. Um and in it, it's got, it's got basically how many pages? Sixty-nine pages, of of the law, that's been introduced. Um, all the all the lawyer speak and everything is here. This is the actual law itself. So, uh, I'll I'll leave the link. I'll put the link in the description there, so anyone can go find it. Anyone can can check this for themselves. As usual, the the best way to go about things when you are looking for information is it's called, uh, I think it's called ad fontes, is to the sources. And uh, that's Latin, I think. Um, To the sources, go to the sources. And so if you want to know exactly what is in the law, it's posted. Here it is. Read it. It's 69 pages, but lots of it's list. uh, And and you you can look for yourself, okay? So... Rather than doing the hearsay thing, go look for yourself. Okay, and here it is. There are numerous problems that I have with this law. And I want to start off with the the basic one. That, that, that should be obvious to everybody. Whether you're left or right, it, it shouldn't matter. Often what we hear from whenever conservatives or if you're in the U.S., Republicans uh, are, in, are in power is the uh, accusation of being fascist or uh, authoritarian. And 
they are scrutinized. The conservatives and Republicans are scrutinized beyond. Uh, I, I don't even have a word for it. It's just they are they are have to be so squeaky clean, because the mainstream media and the liberal left uh, are all over them. If you remember in Canada when Harper was was in uh, government, one of the things that that probably helped bring down the Harper government had to do with uh, with a senator who uh, had a ninety thousand dollar discrepancy. I'll call it a discrepancy. I don't have all the details on. I could have looked it up, but anyway, it was it was over ninety thousand dollars. It didn't even involve Harper directly. And yet that story went on for weeks and the mainstream media would not let it go. It was the it was the bone that they were going to show that Harper and the conservatives were corrupt. And it was beyond annoying because A, it, it, like I said, it was in, it had nothing really to do with Harper directly. And yet uh, it was what brought Harper's conservatives down. Meanwhile, uh, we've had five years of Trudeau of which he has already been convicted of of uh, ethics violations that no other prime minister in the history of Canada had been ever uh, uh, found guilty of and yet our prime minister Trudeau's been so more than once now and and yet uh, over and over again the liberal left and the mainstream media keep keep just giving him passes they don't even it's like they don't care uh he's done power grabs that the mainstream media don't care the liberal left don't care if if this was a conservative government and they did even i wouldn't even say half if they did <laughs> if harper or any conservative had been uh convicted of an the first ethics violation um the mainstream media would not have let it go and yet, here we are. And here's, this leads me to the problem that I see today, and that's number one, is that what does, what does the uh, power that the federal government currently has, in which they don't require sitting of parliament, where do they get off passing gun laws during this COVID emergency? Um, in... In the regulations here itself, let me pull it up. Uh, in the law itself, it, it basically talks about the reasoning behind it. If I can, if I can find it. Anyway, if I can't, it is in here. You can find it for yourselves. Uh, where basically the government's excuse for bringing this in goes to the idea that we want to make Canadians safe. And we want to uh, get rid of those uh, rifles or whatever, the, the, the weapons that have been used in mass shootings in Canada, going all the way back to the early 80s. Um, so if you're going back all the way to Montreal in the early 80s, uh, it, it, it doesn't make any sense. That's 40 years ago. You're referencing something that happened 40 years ago in order to justify getting rid of when it has specifically to do with the uh, Ruger mini 14 
It was the rifle that was used uh, in Montreal, uh, I believe, at the Polytechnic School where the, um, I'll call him what he was, a disturbed man who hated women, probably because he couldn't get a date because he was an idiot or whatever, uh, used a Ruger 14, uh, Mini 14, and I believe he killed, I want to say 14 women. And, of course, it was tragic and it never should have happened. Uh, but the fact of the matter is that gun laws have been further and further restricted all the time over the last few years. Um, getting rid of the Ruger Mini 14 in 2020, citing a shooting from 1981 or 82, I don't remember exactly the date, um, seems a little nonsensical. However, again, the problem is is that there's there's been no debate. There's there's been it's just a it's just a supreme ruling from the from the top where this is now law and there's 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 no opposition. There's no opposition from the opposition parties to come forward and express or debate or anything. It's just from on high, bang, here it is. This is now the law. Welcome to your dictatorship. The liberal left that always confuses or confuses um, accuses conservatives of power grabbing and being fascists. Uh, welcome to your fascism. Welcome to communist Canada, uh, where where the person at the top can just. I mean, Dave Bjorkman covered this in our system. In any system, uh, whether it be federal or provincial. Uh, the person who leads the party makes the rules, and if they don't, if you don't like it, they can they can get rid of you, legally. And so, um, now that there's no official opposition, because of this COVID emergency response legislation, um, Trudeau can pass whatever he wants with no opposition. Is this what you want? Is this the kind of country you want to live in? I certainly don't, which is, again, why I'm a separatist. Um, problem number two. Most of the 1,500-plus arms were already restricted or impossible to come by. Um, and and I, I know from my notes, when I went through my notes looking at some of the, some of the examples... Um, Largely, they were already heavily restricted. And here's what I mean. An SG-550 or a 551 that was, uh, that's one of these assault rifles that, uh, that they banned. Uh, there were 15. My notes say 15, I think I meant. In that, I meant there were 15 different types of assault rifles that fit the SG-550, 551 category. When you look these up, these are rifles that can shoot 700 rounds a minute that means that they're automatics now automatics are already illegal in canada they have been for years and years and years uh, and so these specific types of rifles are already were already illegal uh, so how how were they how are they legal how are they restricted um, some were restricted some were unrestricted depending on uh, if they were semi-automatics, they, they may have been legal, they may have been restricted, and and uh, but you can only have a clip of 
of maximum five, I believe. So those rifles are, are now gone. M14 are, again, I think their base model are automatic. You have to, so all of these automatic weapons were already illegal in Canada. The semi-automatics with a maximum clip of five were legal. They're no longer legal. Um, and XCR, again, automatic, CZ Scorpion, uh, was legal only in the semi-auto, the semi-auto variants. Those are now gone. Uh, the, I, I wrote down Beretta here, a type of Beretta. Um, again, when I looked it up, they're all automatic. Uh, lots of these, essentially what I'm saying is lots of these were already heavily restricted, meaning none were automatic. Best you could do is semi-automatic with a max clip of five. Um, in the law, they also got rid of bore diameters of 20 millimeters plus, and inside that was, uh, you know, things like rocket launchers. Um, and I laugh in here. I, I, I don't know if I can find it. I'll go back to live scene. So if you guys are listening on, uh, on podcast, you'll have to look this up yourself. Like I said, I will, I will be putting, putting them in, uh, I'll, I'll put the link in the description, um, but in here, um, they have they have things like uh, rocket launchers, and there it is there. Okay, so that's page 56 of 69. Um, it, it shows the previous classification of the principal models that they're they're getting rid of. Um, there it is. The Beretta C uh, CX4 Storm Carbine was listed as restricted and non-restricted. Now they're they're just illegal um but the the bore diameter i'll keep going down here there it is okay firearms with 20 millimeter bore diameter or greater so in that list were a bunch of essentially rocket launchers and these are listed as non-restricted and a few restricted i'm sorry i you can't get a rocket launcher but you've listed rocket launchers in your list of prohibited firearms um, those were never, those were never available, and if they were, why didn't someone tell me? Because th that'd have been cool. But <laughs> point is, you weren't getting them. Specialty guns, meaning uh, fifty calibers plus, so that is category two on page fifty-seven. Firearms capable of discharging a projectile with a muzzle energy greater than ten thousand joules. Uh, previously, they were non-restricted. These are basically 50 caliber rifles or higher. Um, these are used for sport. Um, I, I guess if you want to take down a huge game, I mean bigger than your, your moose or elk, uh, you might want to use a 50 cal. But uh, generally, there's there's nothing here in North America that, that you need a 50 caliber rifle for. So these were kind of your specialty novel kind of rifles that are... Uh, big and cumbersome, and you don't want to fire them too often because <laughs> they're expensive. Anyway, going back to the bore diameter, 20 millimeters, uh, I was looking on a, uh, I think it was the CCRA, I hope I got that right, the CCRA website, that was talking specifically about the legal problems of the uh, of that particular law, firearms with 20 millimeters bore or greater. 
while shotguns, uh, 12 gauge and 10 gauge shotguns weren't listed in the list under this, the problem is, is that according to lawyers that were in contact with the CCRA, is that the wording of the law itself would mean that 12 gauge and 10 gauge shotguns uh, without the chokes in them, which almost all of them have removable chokes, uh, are now illegal according to the law. And yes, it's not listed in the list of, a, of, of weapons, but the problem is, is that the language is there and it's clear. So therefore, what's next? Now, Bill Blair has come out. I'm going to be jumping around a bit here. Uh, Bill Blair came out on his, I believe it was his Twitter feed, saying, for all those that are claiming that the 12-gauge and 10-gauge shotguns are included in this, they're wrong. That was, that's, not, uh, that's not part of the gun ban. Stop spreading fake news or whatever he said. And what I would say to Minister Blair is that this was, uh, this was a lawyer who reads law, who was the one that let CCRA know that this, the language as it is stated is a problem. The fact of the matter is a 12-gauge and a 10-gauge shotgun, when the chokes are removed, are greater than 20-millimeter bore. That automatically makes, from Category 1, that automatically makes those rifles technically illegal. Maybe that's not what you meant, but it goes back to what somebody had said after that underneath your, your Twitter thread, if I remember correctly again, is that, well, that either makes you incompetent or it makes your staffers incompetent or it makes you somebody who is a liar. You know exactly what you're doing. And the fact of the matter is, is that we know that this is only stage one of your guys' gun grab. Handguns are next. What's after that? I mean, you talk about uh, the the reasons behind making the law in the first place. And I thought I saw it here. Uh, the background. There we go. So the background is on page 54. And it gives basically a, a, a short, and it has to be short, because Canada, let's face it, Canada does not have a lot of gun crime with regards to mass shootings like this. Uh, it doesn't happen often, and this is, of course, on the heels of uh, Nova Scotia, in which uh, the, I think 22 people, all told, were, were killed by a deranged lunatic. And, uh, and so the Liberals used this opportunity to ram through their, their, um, their gun laws. So, that's issue number three. Trudeau isn't done yet. Uh, rumors are strong that handguns are next. So the question is, is, is that I have is, what's the goal? What's the end goal? Depends on how much you trust the Liberal government. I don't trust them at all. Um, especially when the vast majority of Liberal support comes from urban centers. And it looks like from a global... Was it global? Anyway, it was one of the... I want to say it was global did a, a survey of which 80% of Canadians are in favor of the gun grab they're in favor of the laws well done trudeau they're they're happy um 
and when you have if that if those numbers are accurate if those numbers are true then what is that going to do but embolden uh, Trudeau to keep going I believe Trudeau when he says that he is a big fan of China big fan of the dictatorship in China he's been public he said that why would we not believe him I think he's also a big fan of Cuba call him dad uh, he's a big fan of Cuba also a dictatorship and step one to any potential dictatorship is to uh, get rid of the citizens means of defending themselves once you've taken all their guns away they offer no resistance and then you can do what you want right and I don't think Trudeau or any government actually is above that. I wanted to show this here too, um, just to make sure that, that people understand. Go back to, I'll just go screen only here. For those of you that are uh, listening on podcast, um, Gerald Butts was responding to Tim Murphy's uh, tweet. Tim Murphy had a tweet here. It says, and here is the direct quote from the SEC majority in Hasselwander. Canadians, unlike Americans, do not have a constitutional right to bear arms. Gerald Butts, quoting Tim, says the following. Canada is not the United States. There is no right to own a gun in Canada. If you want to change that, propose a constitutional amendment. It's a free country. Good luck. I've been following Gerald Butts long enough to know that uh, he's an elitist. He's an elitist ass, is what he is. And this is a shot across the bow to all of those, ignorant and otherwise, that think that Canadians have a right to bear arms. The part that pisses me off the most about this quote is that he's absolutely right. Canada isn't the U.S. There is no right to own a gun in Canada. Are you, are you aware, dear listener, that there's no right to free speech in Canada? Surprise, surprise. This is the part where I know Gerald Butts is an elitist prick because he does this stuff all the time. If you want to change that, propose a constitutional amendment. It's a free country. He's daring you. I dare you. By the way, good luck. Good luck. What do you think he means by good luck? It ain't going to happen. So all those, all of, all those out there that think that, uh, and, and it would be helpful if more Canadians would educate themselves a little better. There are those that, that, uh, talk about free speech and talk about the 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 second amendment and so forth and so on and so on that are that are Canadians that are uh, blind to the fact that Canada is not the US um, it just doesn't help our cause any when people are ignorant of the law and so it would be really helpful if uh, if those of you out there that that don't know what you're talking about should get educated and and don't be looking to the US for our education because the US laws are different than Canada. 
Um, that being said, for those of us that are educated, or l let me go back. So there's those that don't know and, and those that uh, are in support. Meaning there are many, many, many Canadians out there that are with the Liberals, that are with Gerald Butts on this, that want to see uh, guns be made illegal. I, I watched, and I wish I could find it, I would show it, uh, but the issue there is that there are people right here in Alberta, and I'm guessing the lady that, that wrote the tweet um, is is an urbanite, but she essentially uh, came right out in, in absolute, in favor of these gun laws, but she wants to see them even more. There's no reason. Essentially, her, her argument was there's no reason for Canadians to own any firearms, period. She wants to see a complete ban on all firearms. And this is where Canada and the U.S. are very, very different. It bothers me greatly when Canadians... Let me, let me back up. I don't know if, if any of you are aware or remember, and maybe what I'll do is, is I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to see if I can pull it up. Uh, I want to show you an interview with uh, Ben Shapiro and um, Pierce Morgan um, regarding the gun issue. And it's not so much, it's not so much the the whole interview it was a fascinating interview but there was one part in particular where i think uh most people are at when it comes to those that believe that uh the people should be unarmed and i just want to see if i can find it um because it really illustrates the point that i'm trying to make ben shapiro pierce morgan on guns this is 533 this one's trying to find the shortest one I can find debate weapons okay let's try this one one of the great right-wing presidents of modern times agreed with me so so it's not left or right is it no I mean it, it, unless it, it, you deliberately it frame it in that way okay here's the way that the NRA through the 80s okay. and 90s and this last Here's decade, a breakdown of left and I've right deliberately here tried is, is to frame this as a left-wing attack on the American Constitution and the Second Amendment. Exactly what you've tried to do. You come in, you brandish your little book as if I don't know My what's in My little book, there. that's the Constitution yeah. of the United States. Our founding I know what's in your Constitution. Do you really? I've been debating this for a very long time. Then you what should I read the Second Amendment what again. I know the Second Amendment. What I haven't heard is one coherent reason why any civilian in America needs an AR-15 military-style assault weapon. Tell me why you need one. I told you why, why the general population of America, law-abiding citizens, need Why do they need those weapons? They need them for the prospective possibility of resistance to tyranny, which is not a concern today. It may not be a concern tomorrow. Where are you expecting it could the be, tyranny to come from? It could come from the United States because governments have gone tyrannical before. Piers, do you understand and this is, how absurd you sound? Uh, you this, here's where you go into the absurd and the bullying. You're yeah. absurd. You're stupid. I, I understand. That, of I'm not the one are. that came in here and accused you of standing on the graves of dead children. Because... All right, I hope you heard that. There's Pierce saying 
do you actually believe that when confronted with the fact from Ben Shapiro that the Second Amendment in the U.S. was there for a purpose, and it was there to protect the citizens from their own government, from tyrannical governments. And Pierce Morgan can't believe it. You think that's going to happen. This is the problem that we run into, folks. This is the problem we have in Canada. This is the problem that they have in the U.S. More and more so. Many gun enthusiasts in the U.S. know perfectly well the reason behind the Second Amendment. Those that uh, do not agree with the Second Amendment. There are many in the U.S. that want to see a repealment of the Second Amendment uh, because they think it has to do with self-defense and hunting or something stupid. The idea that, that citizens need to protect themselves from their own government seems absolutely absurd. And that's the exact word that uh, Pierce Morgan used in uh, in this short clip that I showed you uh, with Ben Shapiro is that anyone who thinks that they have to worry about their own government is absurd. And most Canadians believe that we have nothing to worry about. Unless, of course, unless, of course, there's a conservative in government, then you got to worry. But uh, the cognitive dissonance that I'm finding, even in the U.S., they they want to see guns taken away. There, there are many on the left that want to see guns gone, the Second Amendment scratched, all the while they're calling their president a fascist. Can they not see, can, do they not hear themselves? Like, it makes no sense. You hate your president, you call him a fascist, but in the same breath, you want to disarm all citizens. So why? So your fascist president can then rule and reign over you the way you think it could happen? Don't you want your guns at this point? Like, this is the stuff that makes no sense. And here in Canada, we've never had the right to bear arms. We've always been a rather peaceful country. But at the same time, um, we're so docile... And I don't think we're all that up on our history. We're definitely not up on our anthropology in which we understand that governments are made of people and people can and are often tyrannical and that somehow uh, we'll never have to worry about it unless, of course, Stephen Harper is, is the prime minister. Then we'll have to worry about it. But other than that, that there's no worrying about it. It's it's absolute stupidity. And I have I have no words for it. I know... I know there are people, and I'm not, I don't want to ad hominem attack anyone. I don't want to use ad hominem as, as uh, it, it's fallacious. If you have an argument, use it. But I think I've made the argument here and that anyone who looks at it any other way is just not using their heads. They're not being consistent. Gerald Butts uh, loves the fact that Canadians don't have the right to bear arms. Gerald Butts, I believe is a big fan of of being in charge. Gerald Butts has shown, I believe, with his strong associations with Trudeau, that uh, he also is above the rules. He has rules for us, not rules for him, not rules for Trudeau. They are the elite. you got to remember that. They are the Laurentian elite. 
Other problems. Problem number four I have with the Trudeau's gun grab is that First Nations are exempt from the restrictions. You can look up. It's, it's right there in the law. First Nations are exempt from the restrictions. Anytime you single out one particular race from a law, it makes that law racist by definition. The idea and in, in, in the reason why they're exempt is because natives can and do use those weapons for hunting. But earlier in, in uh, the Prime Minister's uh, address, I should have pulled that up. You can look that up too. It's, it's the official uh, Prime Minister um, release where in one paragraph he talks about these weapons are used only for killing humans. And then in paragraph two, natives are exempt because they're used for hunting. There's another piece of logic that's just right out the window. Is it that Trudeau and the Liberals don't see it? Is it that the Liberal left who support these uh, these uh, laws, that they don't see it? Or is it that they don't care? I'm going to guess the latter. They don't care. By the way, it's a well-known fact, as they say that First Nations are heavily involved in the smuggling of contraband, everything from cigars, cigarettes, alcohol, and guns out of the U.S., especially guns, because obviously our closest neighbor and our most porous uh, a, um, border, our closest neighbors have very little restrictions on firearms, we have an extremely porous border, and so that opens up the black market for illegal guns. Um, all they've done, especially because First Natives can own these rifles. They can own an AR-15. They can own an AR-10. They can own uh, an SG-550, 551, as long as it's not an automatic. But they can own all these um, legally. So therefore, if I were someone who wanted to break the law and I wanted to be someone that uh, wanted an illegal gun, where am I going to go? Oh, I'm going to find the closest native reserve, find somebody there and go, Hey, I'm looking for uh, I'm looking for a rifle. All they've done is increase the, uh, the likelihood of, of the black market. That's all they've done here. Problem number five, as opposed to the long and whiny, uh, background of this law, this law will do nothing to curb the violence that they think they're trying to fix. It will do nothing. Public Safety Minister Bill Blair claims that the, uh, these restrictions, had they been in place prior to the Nova Scotia shootings, uh, could have could have prevented the massacre. Either Bill Blair is an idiot and doesn't know the facts. Or Bill Blair's delusional. You can't possibly you can't possibly be a rational person and think that that that's a rational statement. There's no chance in hell that it, that would have prevented it. First of all, the individual that did the shooting was already prevented from owning firearms since 2002. He was a nutcase. He had anger issues, and he was mentally unwell. So for almost 20 years. 18 years, he has been, for the last 18 years, he's been prevented legally of having any firearms, never mind non-restricted or restricted or anything. 
The guy was a nut bar. And he was already prevented from having any of those firearms. So how in the world does does laws does a law taking away firearms from legal and and uh, uh, citizens that are not breaking the law? How does that help in this scenario? Where did he get the rifles in the first place? One of the uh, firearms used was actually stolen from the 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 RCMP officer that he shot. So. It's, it's beyond the pale to say something as irresponsible as, oh, had these laws been in place prior to the Nova Scotia shooting, this would never happen. That's just dumb. That's, he broke how many laws in order to carry out the massacre? Well, we're going we're gonna to make more laws. It's just idiotic. Uh, in the story... I'll pull this up here so you can see I'm not full of crap. Uh, this is from Global. Global News. This is the paragraph I want to concentrate on. Meanwhile, it says, RCMP have said that they believe most of the Nova Scotia gunmen's weapons were obtained from the United States. Investigators have said that they have a fairly good idea he didn't have a license to possess firearms in Canada. Well, we already know that he did not have a license and that now we're seeing that that the weapons obtained were from the US so tell me geniuses how would these laws had they been put in place prior to the Nova Scotia shooting have prevented the shooting it wouldn't have it's just ridiculous Blair also says, new laws are not meant to punish law-abiding citizens. <laughs> sure. One New Brunswick gun store, a small, this isn't, this isn't a Cabela's, a uh, gun store in uh, New Brunswick uh, is now stuck with $350,000 worth of illegal firearms that he can't sell, he can't get rid of, he can, he can essentially... Uh, wait for the for the alleged bailout that's coming, like the the buyback program. Many have already said most people that have uh, antique guns that are illegal have some of the specialty guns that are now illegal. See, one of the issues that you run into with these uh, rifles, there's guns gun enthusiasts out there, kind of like there's car enthusiasts. There are those out there that will take a, a base model car. And then totally pimp it out, like like put all the bells and whistles on it, accessorize the crap out of it, and it takes a thirty thousand dollar car and makes it look like a million bucks. The problem is, is that those accessories, ninety nine times out of a hundred, cost far more than what the owner will ever actually get for the car itself. And that's the same as your, your rifle. There's all kinds of people that have accessorized their rifles, made them look a certain way, added certain things, changed stocks and whatnot to, have, to make them have a certain look. And those cost a lot of money. And the government is not going to pay 
the amount of money that these people put in. I mean, I forget which one. Uh, there was an Alberta, an Alberta company out of out of Calgary, that uh, makes some of these firearms and and the firearms some of them uh, big bertha i remember alberta something big bertha was the name of the rifle um fifty five hundred dollars that's your base model fifty five hundred and then when you look on the on the website the amount of accessories that you can use to make your gun have a certain look a certain feel a certain style are thousands more is the government going to even shell over fifty five hundred dollars for the base model I highly doubt it. I highly doubt it. So the the government has essentially taken you, people's personal property. How is that legal? How is that okay? In anyone's mind, it shouldn't be. It doesn't matter if you agree with someone having that personal property or not. It should not be the purview of the government to just unilaterally one day wake up and slam a law down going, these are now illegal, you have to hand them over. It's, it's ridiculous. Um, some of the other problems. The list of 1,500 plus rifles, whatever, uh, includes websites. People have found at least two websites on the list. Uh, there's an airsoft gun on there. When you see errors like this, it makes you question that the attention to detail was not strong on this on this law when you look at Justin Trudeau and his liberals you can tell that atten attention to detail in anything is not strong unless you're wearing socks then then the attention's high but outside of that attention to detail is largely lacking and it shows in this law as well when you've got clear examples of websites not rifles in their examples they've shown websites so somebody somebody who obviously doesn't know anything about rifles that compiled the list simply went on websites and looked at scary looking rifles and started banning them not realizing that their list was websites not rifles and the other one was indeed an airsoft gun if you don't know what an airsoft gun is uh people uh play with these airsoft rifles in a sort of i i don't know i don't do it myself but it, it's uh almost like paintball i think something similar to paintball um they're not deadly at all and yet because these airsoft rifles look scary no doubt some staffer found it and not realizing it was an airsoft rifle included it on the list. And of course, no one double checked the list to make sure that the government doesn't look like idiots when they release this stuff, which they do. On and on it goes. So here's the solution. I talked to a retired RCMP officer who's a uh, friend of mine, and I asked him if he has any firearms that are affected by the new laws and he said oh yeah yeah lots and i said well what do you think and he affirmed what i was already thinking the issue is that the government brings in this legislation in order to protect citizens the problem is is that this is going to do nothing to protect citizens absolutely nothing 
there are other rifles out there, hunting rifles, shotguns, so forth and so on and so on, that can be used just as effectively as some of these firearms that have been used in the past. Obviously, Canada has got rid of all automatic weapons, so uh, that makes uh, the deadliest weapons to be, uh, some might say the semi-automatics, but those are five, and then you run out, you got to reload your clip. Um, so what do you do about uh, uh, bolt action? What do you do about pump action rifles? If you don't know what I'm talking about, look these things up. Lever action, all these things are, are not considered semi-automatic, but... Uh, you're still allowed uh, five, around a five, in your rifle. And uh, they shoot marginally, uh, just marginally slower than than a semi-automatic, I suppose, if you want to be accurate in your shot. I mean, any idiot can just hammer off their, their semi-automatic, but the faster you are, the less chance of hitting anything there is trust me gophers gophers used to be pretty safe when i uh used my dad's uh semi-automatic 22 that he used to have a long time ago um i however i digress what is the solution the solution is according to the uh former rcmp retired i'll call him retired rcmp officer is that instead of taking all that money and all the money you're going to use to buy back all these rifles and all the money that you're going to use in order to track and trace and whatever, all the restricted uh, firearms, if you stuck all of that money into uh, enforcing the black market gun running from the U.S., it would do far, far, far more in uh, curbing violence. If you were to put more money into gang violence in the major centers, the major cities, you put more money into the policing side of things, uh, uh, specifically gang violence, that would go a long way into curbing uh, the gun violence that we're seeing. This law will do nothing to prevent more shootings. Nothing. So then you have to ask yourself, then, then why do it at all? other than virtue signaling that you, you're actually doing something. I believe that there's more gun laws coming. I think there's going to be more gun grabs coming. I think the long-term gain, the long-term game is to uh, get rid of all firearms. And, uh, and I don't put it past our government's uh, nefarious reasons for doing so. I, I don't know what else to say or to convince people that this is a bad idea. If you're in favor of gun laws, it's it's likely because you have no education regarding gun laws. You have no education regarding guns at all. Uh, they're just scary tools that need to be gone and need to go away so that the government can once again uh, protect us. This is not how it works. And I don't know what else to say about it. Other than to say anyone who puts their faith in the government to protect them is uh, needs to read a history book. I don't know what the average response time for police in, in major centers to respond to calls, but... Uh, if, if you're hoping that 
your husband or your wife isn't going to grab that that knife or that shotgun or that whatever and take care of you or some burglar coming in and and robbing you at at gunpoint and that you can just simply dial up your phone and that the police will be there in 10 seconds to save your rear end you've got another thing coming for those of you that can't see because you're listening to a podcast i'm sitting here shaking my head and um and I've had six days to ponder it. And I'm still in, in lots of ways just awestruck at the short-sightedness and stupidity of this law and those that agree with it. And and get educated. That's all I can say. Oh, the other thing. Um, this is off the top of my head. I don't have any notes. I was temporarily happy. Uh when Jason Kenney came out and said that they were going to look at an appointment of a CFO in order to uh, bypass, essentially, these gun laws. Um, Dave Bjorkman's done some homework, if you remember Dave from the previous last uh, last three shows. Knowledgeable guy, does his homework. He uh, has some contacts and uh, a, a provincial firearms officer will do nothing with regards to this law because firearms are considered a national uh it's it's under the national umbrella so all cfos of every province if you have your own or not uh have to follow the the laws of the nation with regards to firearms firearms restrictions uh and whatnot safety uh that all come all is under the umbrella of the national government federal government and so um i think kenny should have known that got my hopes up temporarily until you start doing some digging and realize that yeah that's not going to do anything that and plus i'm getting to the point now where um kenny's got a lot of talk and not a lot of action um the the shine of kenny has kind of gone away and uh and the fact that even even in this last week uh the man has uh talked about talking tough and writing tough but he's still a federalist so it doesn't matter what trudeau does it doesn't matter what the federal government does he's never going to be on board with doing what is necessary to get alberta the help it needs and that includes separation so um i have a ucp membership that i will be uh giving up and uh, i'll not be voting ucp again i'll not be voting conservatives the cpc uh, federally again um and uh my vote will be going towards uh even if they're not organized uh they'll it'll be a protest vote going to any separation party that that uh is up and available at the time so that's all i have to say about that thanks for listening and uh we'll see you we'll see you next time take care